Okay, hi guys. So this week we have a new episode. Uh, this episode will be with myself, Sonia, and I have a guest speaker, Josh James. Uh, welcome, Josh, to our podcast. Hello, nice to, uh, nice to be on the podcast. Uh, fantastic. So what we're going to talk about today or what Josh is going to bring uh, will be a topic of uh, a race or something called um, Men versus Trinity, if I'm right. Rat race? Yeah, yeah, the rat race. Yeah, rat race trilogy. So Josh and boys from the gym has signed up for this last year, but obviously because of the situation with COVID, it didn't kind of go ahead as it was supposed to, but it was kicked off this year and Josh has already done two of the three races. So he's going to talk us through what the races are and uh, his experience. And then we're going to move on to a little overview of like how you're supposed to maybe prepare for something like that, how, what sort of training you should do. Um, and we'll go from there. Cool. Fantastic. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, um, yeah, but before kind of COVID happened, uh, Max, the, the physio here, the, the sports therapist, um, he, he thought it'd be a good idea for a bunch of us to do some charity work. Um, so he previously did one rat race, uh, which was called the, the Man vs. Mountain. Um, and he looked online and they do a trilogy where uh, throughout pretty much the, the, the summer you do uh, they, they, they almost like excessively get a little bit more challenging each time. So man vs. coast, which is um, early July. Uh, there's the man vs. Um, lakes, which is two weeks after, which is what I've just finished uh, like three, three days ago, three, four days ago. Um, and then there's the man vs. mountain in Wales and Snowdon, which is the beginning of September. So a couple of weeks rest between the first and second, and then there's about four weeks rest um, after the last one. But yeah, we, we were going to do this before coronavirus hit. Obviously, that happened. Um, so in, instead of instead of doing those at the time, um, halfway through the pandemic, when there was a little bit of leeway on, on the restrictions, uh, me and Alaz did the, the 4 by 4 David Goggins Challenge, which was run four miles every four hours for, for 48 hours for two days. So we did that in, you know, just... just to do something running based, which is quite tough. Um, but yeah, nothing like um, what I experienced a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, so we obviously life gets in the way. Um, some of the lads couldn't, well, all of the lads couldn't do the first rat race, which is the Man vs. Coast. So I did that solo. Uh, and then two of the lads did the Man vs. Mountain, uh, sorry, Man vs. Uh, Lakes with me, uh, Ben and Rob. And then it might be the same same group of us again for the uh, for the mountain because uh, Max is injured his calf um unfortunately. So tell us tell us a little bit about the one you did solo how are you finding doing something like this on your on your own um i actually quite liked it on my own to start off with because i know you know ben ben and rob in particular um sorry max um uh, uh, quite aerobically fit so you know rob does triathlons um and ben just does he's, he's very aerobically fit anyway um so yeah, I was a bit worried trying to keep their, their pace up. So yeah, it's quite nice to do it by myself and just experience it. Um, yeah, from, from a solo perspective. Plus I've never done that distance before. So the first, yeah, the Manvers Coast was 25 miles. Previous to that, my training was only 18 miles is the most I've, I've run. So yeah, there was no pressure on anyone else's pace. So how did you, do you want to describe shortly how you kind of prepared for this and how long maybe you were preparing for? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, a year before it all started, we did quite a lot of preparation running anyway. And then David Goggins' challenge was quite nice. 
Um, then the winter hit, obviously the pandemics and didn't do much running to the interview. Uh, so we only kind of realised maybe three or four weeks before the first event this year um, that we're actually doing it. Uh, yeah, so my so my first kind of protocol was um, firstly getting all my equipment needed. So you have to run with a set set equipment, um, which when I weighed all the equipment was about five to six kilos. What's that type of equipment, is it? So you have to have a running vest. Uh, you have to have two liters of water on you at all times. Um, Are you allowed to drink that water? Yeah, okay. yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so you, it's not like you have to be. Yeah, you can drink it, but okay. like you, you got to have a lot of water on you at okay. all times. Um, you just fill up at the pit stops. Okay. Uh, you got to have a first aid kit, uh, a bivy bag in case you get injured, and you have to have like a, a safety blanket, I guess, to keep you warm. Uh, waterproof jackets. So there's quite a lot of stuff to carry, um, and if you're not used to running with a backpack on for long distance, then it, it can be quite challenging because you know over the course of a marathon. That's a lot of extra energy that you're burning just by having stuff on your back. So have you been doing your preparation runs with the with some backpack a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Yeah. So my I did a couple of runs uh, around Sutton Park, kind of like half marathon distance, just trying to find like the mountain bike trails. Um, because these these events are they're trail marathons or ultra ultra events. Mm-hmm. So that it's not just flat, it's uphill, downhill, anything but flat really, unfortunately. Um my, my my kind of big run that I did before the event, I went to Malvern Hills. I did an 18 mile run there with all, all of my kit and it was horrendous. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, but it was a good peaking session. So the week after I did the, the Man vs. Coast. So yeah, I felt I was really prepared for that and actually found it easier than doing Malvern Hills. Okay, good. Yeah, which was good. So that was a good start. A very, yeah, very good start, yeah. Uh, and then the second event came in. <laughs> yeah, so then like last last weekend, as you know, as you all know, depending on when you're watching this, um, yeah. it was like probably it was the hottest it's been in the UK this year. Uh, so in the Lake District, it hit like 32 degrees, um, maybe even 35. My watch was saying at some stages. Uh, you you just can't train around the heat, mm. really. Um, it, you know, it ended up being about 29 miles. It's a long event. Uh, but yeah, the heat for the first 12 miles was unbearable. There's no no shade. You run across Morecambe Bay, so the, the tide goes out and it's just obviously you're in the middle of the, the sea, I guess. <laughs> so I know that you kind of started a bit later than it was supposed to. What, yeah. what was the issue of that? So we had to wait for the uh, the tide okay. to, to go out uh, for safety reasons. Okay. So they thought it would be 10 a.m., but it was just a little bit later than usual. Okay. And what was like um, expected duration? How long? How long should it take? For for that race in particular, um, probably six to seven hours. Six to seven, okay. How long did it take you to complete? Eight hours, 45. It took the lads about eight hours, I think. They, okay. were, they were just in front of me. Slightly ahead of me. So I know as well, like you kind of went and started together, but then again, you separated. Separated. Um, there were some stages where you, it's just single file. Okay. So you just get separated naturally, but um, and then to try and make that time up it was quite tough, and yeah, just just the heat was. Okay. We were all on the verge of fainting a few times, mm-hmm. and collapsing, and so. So did you just lose them, or was it like, okay, boys, see you at the end? I kind of lost them for a little bit, and then I knew they'd be just in front of me. Okay. So my my plan was to try and make it to the second pit stop and like just assess if I want to carry on or not. Okay. So I was in a bad way, and I, I messaged the lads. 
had some food and stuff. Changed yeah. my socks because your socks are always wet because you're running through water. Um, and they were just a mile in front of me okay. when, when Rob, Rob texted back. So that was quite okay. motivating to know they're just. Um, any any particular injuries you've seen during uh, during the race? Uh, maybe you or other people? Or? Tons of people being sick. Um, just because the heat, I think people are on the verge of oh. heat stroke. So I was following this woman around literally. Uh, for the majority of it, and she was like puking up every like oh. every mile. <laughs> but there are many women doing it. Uh, probably twenty percent women. Okay. Um, like everyone's just really good runner. They're good runners, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's a very like hard challenge. Like you yeah. may be thinking that if you're good, like physically in, yeah. in running, I think it's completely different thing. Yeah. Um. So you describing it as or you describe it to me and as like the worst. One of the worst things. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. You you don't want to quit because um, you know it's just not an option for for some people. But I guess in the back of my mind was like safety. Okay. If yes, you're feeling yeah. faint, and you know I've seen a few videos of, of people pushing it and getting heat stroke and dying because they can't get help. Okay. So like actually getting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously from the gym, many people doing things like either the triathlon or like half Ironman. Or, I'm not really com- um, like familiar with this. Um, is it something similar, like in terms of the race or the preparation? Uh, I, I guess you need to have come. So all of the events are pretty much a marathon or over, um, but they're just over rough terrain. So mm-hmm. you've got to be comfortable, probably going at a slower pace than you than your marathon. Mm-hmm. But then going on challenging terrain, uphill. There's a lot of uphill work, a lot of elevation on all of these. So you need to be good on the hills, and equally you need to be just as good going downhill. Because I find that challenging actually coming downhill. So apart from like a preparation, when people think that like they're just going to be running, that obviously comes again the fact that you need some, some yeah. good strength training. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You can't just go into one of these knowing that you can just do a half marathon on like a flat surface on the pavement. Yeah, it's nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, nothing like that, no. Okay. So what would you say for someone who goes gym and maybe thinks that they're relatively fit? Um, can they do something like this without preparation? Potentially, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, Very positive. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm by no means a, like a long-distance runner. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a bit of running experience, but what I, what I do have is, for me, a good strength base. Mm-hmm. Um, from a, well, I guess a, a unilateral point of view, so and a, and a bilateral, so squatting, deadlifting, but then like single leg work as well, split stance work. So I'm, I think I'm relatively strong in those areas. So basically, as simple as it is, even if you're aerobically fit, your body would probably give up at some point if you don't have any gym practice. I think so. Yeah, there's yeah. so much like like strength, but also like muscular endurance work needed you need that good base strength so would you do you think you would be like able to describe maybe like how people should approach this like if let's say i don't know a month before such event you decide you want to do something like this like how do you approach training like do you just go for hill runs or do you just go and run in a mountain yeah um yeah good question is this someone with no experience with running or just mm, some experience some experience with yeah. running let's say like if you if you maybe could like provide like a little overview of the training like yeah. how it's scheduled you, you definitely need to if you're gonna do like a trail marathon and a, an ultra event you need to have at least a half marathon and year about um 
comfortably. Uh, come, comfortably okay. yeah. Okay. But then you need to start mixing your training with, um, personally, what I was doing. So I was doing uh, two to three strength sessions in the, in the gym. So I use my training run, runs as like a diagnostic test. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd run, you know, 12, 30 miles with my kit on and I'd, I'd almost like take note of where I'm weak. Mm -hmm. And um, I found that my, my lower back was giving out the most. So mm -hmm. I was getting quite a lot of back pain. From, from the from, from running, mm -hmm. yeah, with, with the kit on. So most of my strength work was based around um, a lot of hinging. Okay. A lot of upright kind of back squatting, like safety bar squats, um, front squats. Um, so I'm quite lordotic anyway, so just challenging that area. Did you feel like it was improving? Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, the biggest compound exercise I was doing was uh, a good morning. Okay. And they were absolute game changer. Good, good yeah, job, yeah. Yeah, really, really good. So really. like obviously making that main lift and the hinge pattern probably helps a lot. So like yeah. people, people may maybe think that like, calf raise you should do calf work which yeah. probably you still do yeah but definitely not neglecting the big lifts yeah like squat hinge deadlift absolutely absolutely um was it somewhere around like sub maximum load or where was it, it? yeah it was sub maximum so a lot of volume and then like just five to six rep range okay. um and to be fair I was, I was building a bit of capacity so i was almost like super setting that with like reverse hypers and sorus and holds mm -hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, Sounds true. good. Yeah. So what sort of RP would you say the plan is based around? Um, so I did about six weeks of volume. Then I went through uh, probably about six weeks of like, in, like intensification phase where the last few weeks were just like maybe maybe an eight, eight to a nine RPE. So like heavy doubles. And okay, so doubles. quite pushing it actually. Yeah, a couple of, couple of weeks before my first mm -hmm. race and then I just uh, strength maintenance basically yeah it's been uh, yeah. it's been good I've, yeah I've actually enjoyed it it's, it's good to but come and everything else. yeah it's good to come to the gym and have a purpose and not, yeah. just, not just train so it's like right I need to make sure my lower back's strong I'm building up my single leg strength um, and then because you're wearing the backpack you do a lot of like the body posterior work so like a lot of you know, mid back mm -hmm. sounds great work, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe do you want to tell us some highlights from, from the eight, eight, eight hour, eight and a half hour, um, well, shift um, <laughs> yeah, so, Saturday? so with the lakes, obviously the, the weather was beautiful. Um, it would have been a nice stage to just get drunk <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Uh, and, it, yeah, and enjoy the lakes and just, um, you have a few beers. Uh, that would have been nice, but uh, you could you almost can't really enjoy the view when you're looking down all the time mm -hmm, okay. where your next step is. Uh, was the route safe? No, no, I, there was, yeah, there's a lot of like slippy rocks, and you, you're going up like I wouldn't say mountain, but like hill edges, where yeah. it's a real narrow, like rocky, rocky terrain, so you could slip easily, um, for sure, and hurt yourself. Uh, the highlight was definitely probably the beginning. So running, running, running across Walking Bay, so that was a four-mile stretch. That was quite cool. Um, you don't realise, well, my legs got quite fatigued, mm -hmm. even though the sand was quite hard at the time. Yeah, I felt like it went off. So sun. do you think that if the weather would be, like, you know, if it would be colder, it would be easier a little bit? Yeah, 100%. So my, the Manverse Coast, which was similar elevation, I finished that in, like, five hours 50, and I was, like, 25 miles. And then this at the same point on mm -hmm. the lakes, so I was way off. <laughs> yeah, like I reckon it's yeah, way off. 
Well, well, well done for, for managing. And what would you say is like a takeaway for someone who would now say, said that, oh, I want to do it next year. Like, like biggest takeaway as an experience from this particular one. Um, definitely start slow. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a really good time to build up uh, volume. Mm-hmm. So trail marathon running, um, you, you typically are, you're running quite slow. So there's no need to go out and try and hit like a four hour marathon time mm-hmm. or, or a two hour half marathon. Because that's not going to be your race pace. Yeah. Your race pace is going to be a lot slower than that. Yeah. Was um, it a lot of actual walking? Maybe just like coasting through? Yeah. Yeah. There's some some hills you just physically have to walk up. Yeah. And I'd almost say get good at walking up hills fast. Okay. So I don't I don't think there's much benefit running up some of them because it's going to use a bit more energy. Just keep going. If you can get yeah, like I know Rob. Rob was quite good at November's over most of the way. Like he was mm-hmm. really good at walking up hills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people can they were walking as fast as I was running, which was pretty cool yeah. to see. Yeah, so you've got to be efficient on these runs, I think. And now, uh, when's the next one? The last one. Then? Last one is September. Um, beginning, beginning? beginning. Beginning of September. I think it's okay. the fourth or the third. So that's going to be twenty-two miles, uh, basically running to Snowdon, running up to the peak, and uh, running down. Okay. Uh, which should be good. Well, you said it like it's like an easy one, but <laughs> yeah, I yeah. assume it's not. Um, so what is it? What it leaves you with almost like a month and a half ish. Yeah. So what what's the prep now, or what are you gonna how are you gonna approach it before? This so week? this week I'm I'm waiting for my blisters to go. You still recovered it. Oh yeah, absolutely rookie. So I I forgot my insoles for my trail shoes. I was washing them at home, and I, I put some newspaper in and left my insoles at home. And, oh no! So yeah. you did that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I had to budget. So I got my trainers, got the insoles from there, and like managed to like just make them fit, but they weren't a good fit. That's so unlucky. I oh, know, <laughs> and because of that, my my toes were coming off the edge of the insole, so I got the worst blister on my little my little toe, both sides, and they were rubbing in the middle and at the back, so it completely messed my feet up. So every step I was taking was pretty, pretty excruciating. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so recovery week this week. Recovery. I'm gonna get on the bike um, today, probably all week. To be fair, a few like 30 to 45 minute spin bike sessions, more of the body based stuff, some stretching, and I'll get back into strength maintenance next week. And you're gonna keep your runs in as well. Yeah, I'll be doing a few runs a week. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Okay. Um, I think that's um, pretty much it about the the races. I think that's a good description and uh, well done for doing such thing. Okay. Um, I know that, like, obviously you said that as well. Um, but Ben, as I know that he's done quite like rough stuff in army back, like hiking and that things. And when he said that that was the worst thing he's ever done. Yeah. I think it must have been so hard. Yeah. So like, well done. Very well done, guys, for doing that. And good luck with the next one. And I think I'm just going to round it up with a little overview on what's going on at NSC. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so we have um, third week of the Birmingham Barbell Club. Uh, and we're approaching the end of 16-week block. So our Barbell Club people are preparing for what we call the hype week. So next week you should be seeing um, loads of successful or hopefully successful lifts or PBs in a week. Um, so through the whole week, um, Barbell Cup in the evening and morning will be doing day one, R, uh, one RM. So they will try to attend their best lifts. And then on the weekend we have uh, Metcon Games, uh, the Strongman Edition, which uh, we are really excited. I'm not sure if you're actually around for that. 
um, but it's gonna be an all-day event and in the evening we have the social so don't forget that you don't have to do medicine games to attend the social uh, we celebrate in the MSC's sixth birthday which obviously has been uh, back in uh, June or July I think uh, but obviously due to, due to the restrictions we didn't have a chance to celebrate so this is when we hopefully can come all together we have booked a thousand trades uh, I'm saying it all publicly but yeah well we'll be there on Saturday evening so everyone's welcome um, and that should be a really really good event then yeah, yeah good. Um, anything new you or with you or anything you want to share with MSC people who are um, our listeners so yeah originally these rat races were for charity um, a year ago uh, we haven't raised any money yet because it was like very last minute knowing we we're going to be doing the, the races within the rearranged dates but I'm gonna set a new link up um, so if anyone's listened to this um, yeah, we'll set the link up and if you want to donate to charity. Sure, we'll then share definitely the link as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. So this was a, like a quicker one, uh, but just to catch up on what's going on, people and, you know, our lifters at MSC doing bits. Um, so why not to share that, right? Um, lovely. Thanks, Josh, for Thank doing the, match, uh, the podcast me. and um, hope you guys well. And uh, I'll be, should be next week with Mark, hopefully. Okay, yeah. lovely. Fantastic.